Back when I was in college, I had a relatively early morning philosophy class, which is a pretty bad combination if you stop to think about it. But what always woke me up as I sat down in that particular room on my college campus was the face of this earnest, pretty wonderful teacher of philosophy that I had as he would look at us and in the most wonderfully nerdy way that I can really appreciate being a true nerd, he would say, good morning, lovers of wisdom. Because if you know the etymology of the word philosophy, it truly means love of wisdom. And so here was this beaming faced man, so delighted that this was the calling of his life to speak about the love of wisdom day by day, that often when I think of philosophy, I think of that face. And perhaps if there's any body of work, which by the way was not written down by himself, but was written down by those who followed and listened to him, if there was any body of work that absolutely typifies the entirety of what love of wisdom is, it's the life and the words and the work of Socrates. And if you've ever read much of Socrates, his words through, say, Plato or Xenophon, then you know that there is much to be gleaned there as we seek to be followers of the way of Jesus. So I want to share with you something I read last year, and this is from the biographer Paul Johnson, who writes a really nice, short, interesting, kind of grabbing work about Socrates. I want to read to you a section that describes the moment, almost the crisis, the crux in the life of Socrates, when he went from being just this fascinated person to being Socrates. And it comes as the age of Pericles, that ruler of Athens, is coming to an end, as things seem to be crumbling all around himself, that Socrates comes to this moment of, I must act. I must change the world around me using what has been given to me. So this is a direct quote from, again, the book Socrates by Paul Johnson. The onset and ravages of the plague, the death of Pericles, the decline of his regime and the suspension of his cultural program, the prosecution of his leading followers and the general malaise in Athens had a personal effect on Socrates. They forced him to ponder seriously his function in life. He had always been a, a thinker and enjoyed talking and debating with fellow Athenians, but he had never had a job. Now, he began to feel he had a mission. The age of Pericles had been admirable in many ways. It had encouraged architecture and building, painting and pottery, music and the theater, as well as manufacturing and commerce and the useful arts. But there was something missing. It was all very well to reiterate its slogan, man is the measure of all things, and to insist that human beings were not helpless playthings of the gods, but masters of their fate. But what sort of person was man? The Pericleans were eager to improve art and technology in all their aspects, and had to a great extent succeeded in doing so. But what about improving man? Was it possible? And if so, how? It seemed to Socrates that these questions were never asked and ought to be asked. So I recall reading that last year and just paying attention to the context 
in which I was living, 2021, now 2022. Because here we are, as you noticed, at the end, sort of, of the more heightened experience of the pandemic, just as it talked about there having been a plague in Athens at this sort of big moment in Socrates' life. So friends, I often say this, you know me. I took that section, just that little section of Paul Johnson's book, and I reworded it almost exactly into our current context, into the midst of these fraught times, into the midst of our calling that is even all the more higher than Socrates because we know the one who made it all. We know the one who actually set our lives in motion. So without any further ado, I I want to just fan into flame what is your calling today by giving you this retooling of Paul Johnson's words in the context in which we have been called to live this day of our lives. So listen. The onset and ongoing ravages of the pandemic, the death of even reasonable civility, the decline of logical thought and the seeming suspension at times of all reason, calls for prosecution in both directions across the old proverbial aisle, and the general malaise in America should have a personal effect on all followers of Jesus. These should force us to ponder seriously our function in life. We have off and on, been thinkers and tend to enjoy talking and debating with practically anyone. But sometimes we forget we have a job and that our job is a personal mission, an assigned calling. The call of Jesus to us is remarkable in so many ways. He has encouraged us to be the temple of his spirit, the cathedrals of his new covenant, his personal workmanship, the canvases of his greatest masterpieces. There is not one thing that is missing in his work for us. It is health for our spirits to reiterate the slogan, Jesus himself is the crux of all things and to insist to our hearts that he has chosen us not as slaves, but as sons and daughters, as friends. For what sort of God is this man who was God? Followers of Jesus must be eager to improve every single life, every situation they touch, and by his Spirit we may, to a great extent, actually succeed in doing so. And how will we improve every life, every situation? Is it really possible? And if so, how? Well, it has seemed right unto Jesus that these questions should haunt our every day and every day that the only available answer must be the only answer, Jesus himself. So my friends, my fellow lovers of wisdom, I would remind you that in the same way that Socrates investigated every angle of the human experience and journey and asked a million questions and was so gloriously didactic and all over the place, well, let's do the same thing with the human condition and more importantly, the condition of the kingdom of heaven right here in our midst and in our hearts today. I often say this, there is never any end to Jesus. Now, 
Let's go investigate, learn, and fall in love yet again with he who is our true wisdom. Thanks for listening.